You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo! You do not throw rocks at a man who's got a machine gun! Give me a hell yeah! And I got something to talk about. I am going to be the first champion to end the Royal Rumble and choose the competitor of my choosing to main event. So let's get fucking like a monkey. This next match, um, Logan and I felt really bad watching this. Is was that the right way to describe this? We yeah, felt, we it, felt really we, just. We felt horrible. Yeah, because uh, I said this to JD like about halfway through the match. Oh, let's read the card first, so okay. people know what we're talking about. Owen Hart with his surprise tag team partner Yokozuna. Um, versus the smoking guns, which you know is Billy Gun and Bart Gun. Owen Hart now to the bucket, coming in. Look at this! No! Yes! What a slam! Earn cover! One, two, three! No! Yoko's in it! Coming back to it! All four wrestlers in the ring at the same time! something he can't do anything okay here's the problem the first of all owen hart in the ring is is awesome uh the guy's a I great know. wrestler really was um total he was so him. good yeah billy uh, uh billy and Bet brett is it brett it was brett yeah billy and bart gun billy and bart that's it okay the, so bart did some crazy good moves there was a, like an RKO they did. Well, that um, was both of them. They they did like a, it, it, you could have called an RK bro. Uh, it was an impressive move, whatever the hell you want to call it. I liked it. There, there, again, this was so much potential here. The reason it's really sad is because you know, we know now, you know, about the problems that Yakazuna went through when he was in WWF after he dropped the belt. And, you know, he started eating more and more and more and putting more and more weight on. And, you know, he struggled with asking for help. He struggled with it for a long time. Um, you can see at this point in his career. Oh, yeah. He is not fit to be in that ring. Like, he would do a move. And the move could be something like he goes to, to do a, an arse drop. Or on Bart or something. And or belly Bart, to belly or yeah, something. And, and Bart moves slow. out of the way. And he would get up and immediately like pander over to the ropes away from the camera, getting his breath back. Yeah. And I mean, he was doing not not big moves. And you could just sit there now going, my God, the, what this man was going through. You know, what he must be going through in that ring. He must be in so much pain. Must be so out of breath. 
it's just it just you could see it. He not, it yeah. must be he was. You could see it, and it's one of those where you could see Owen was carrying that match for them. Yeah. Okay. You really can't acknowledge it because it must have been at that time everyone knew, but you know, Rod Yokozuna didn't want to do anything. But it was just so, and I, and, I'm, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I mean in a sincere way, it was just so sad seeing Yoko do this, you know, go through this. And I will say Billy and Bart Gunn did put on an impressive tag team match. You know, I mean, it, overall it was a good match, and this is going to sound wrong, when it was either one of the smoking guns, it was either Billy and Bart facing Owen. It was a good match. As soon as Yoko got in there, it was like, okay... It really seemed out of place. And Yoko was not in there a lot at all. You, you know what? Not, you know, not to just be the the oddball here, but. Oh, you can be. That's fine. Okay. Well, this match and the first match is, is they're a tie for me. I, I actually enjoyed these two matches. Out of all of them, now I agree with everything you said about Yokozuna. Yeah, um, it, it was sad to see him. And and if you guys ever have the opportunity, and for those who are listening, if you ever watch the uh, documentary that yes, the network did on him, unbelievable. I mean, mm -hmm. just took me up to a whole nother respect because I just didn't know him. Uh, like I just didn't know much about him, but I I enjoyed the documentary. It was sad to see him in the in the state of this match. However, you know you got the the other three wrestlers. Man, you talk about amazing. I mean, that was really good. I so I, I and I thought to myself when I was watching this, and and I was thinking, I like the two tag team matches of all these. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a really big tag team guy, right? I mean, I, I like a good tag team match, but for me to to say on this card, I thought the two tag team matches were probably hands down <laughs> the better matches of the card was surprising when, when I looked at the whole thing as a whole, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I've got to yes. give you, I've got to give the same thought process as you when it, uh, uh, you, JD, and you, Vinny, when it was Owen versus basically the smoking guns, it was a good match. Owen always brings his A game to the ring. Uh, smoking guns were fantastic in the match as well. Some great moves from them. The reason this match was just so bad for me was Yokozuna just was out of well, place this thing, uh, and he shouldn't have been there. Let me let me let me let me clear something up for myself, and I don't know if I'm speaking for you, Logan. I and I did, never heard you or Vinny say that that we did not like the match. We no, just it, said we just said it. You know, for us it was sad because, and we just explained that seeing the knowing the condition Yokozuna was in. Now that I look at it and I'm thinking of it, I did enjoy this match, and I think you did too, Logan. I, you know, we I, know Vinny did. I enjoyed them. Not every match. I'm, I mean, over. You know, like I, we said at the beginning, I've always said overall this is the worst WrestleMania, but this was one of the good matches. Okay, this was probably the only match I really enjoyed watching, just because I'm a huge Owen Hart fan. Okay. Um, 
But yes, it was sad because the state of Yokozuna. Um, they did. Th I mean, Owen and the Smoking Guns did throw it down pretty good. And, yeah. And you know, when I was watching Owen Hart in this match, I I I really had the thoughts of wow. You know, he is this good. What what could have be done going forward? You know, I mean, he he really had some. He had more years left in the tank, and and he was just, um, he was just so good. You know, here's here's why I say, and, and you know, wrestling. Yes, he was good, and I stand behind this, and I've said this in the past, not this on the show, but if I'm with people, just BSing about wrestling. He was one of them wrestlers, which was like Roddy Piper. And this is what I mean by that. He didn't need to have a belt to be over. Whether he was heel or face, he didn't need to have a belt. He could have been a main, he was a main eventer. You could have had him in the main event for not even a belt. It didn't matter. He didn't need that strap. Yeah, his, his mouth, his personality, the way he carried himself. I mean, he could put butts in the seats just with oh, a yeah. microphone in his hand. Oh, yeah. And it's a shame. I don't think we're ever going to see. Well, there's a change in regime now. Never say never. But it, uh, I, I still think it's going to be a long, long time before you ever see his um, Martha, his widow, allow WWE to use his name in the Hall of Fame. Could that have been, Now, this is another discussion for another day, but could that since Vince McMahon's not there anymore, could could this happen now? You never know. Well, you got to remember, um, she actually signed exclusivity rights with AEW. They actually do an Owen Hart um, uh, paper. Well, yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. So I highly doubt there's probably a clause in there saying that she can't work for any other company or do anything with any well, other she's, company. Well, she's not working for another company. I mean. If if that's the case, remember you're licensing out. But if Owen's, but listen to this, Owen stuff. But if that's the case, why isn't every single piece of video that has Owen in it taken down off the network? Because they owned Owen at the time in contract rights, and part of that contract states that even if you leave, they still own the the rights. Okay, that makes sense. To that makes what you are, because you are under contract by them. You are playing a character. Yeah. So it would so, be just like an actor left days of our lives. And then he turned around and said, well, you can't use all the episodes I was in now. doesn't so, work that way. So that makes sense that when before Sting ever was signed with WWE, that since McMahon owned the library of WCW, he was able to sell DVDs, merchandise, merchandise and, and, and have and release things with his likeness on it. And Vinny, yeah. why are you laughing over there? days of our lives oh days of our lives okay. my wife like, watches it and Sting? i just get like sucked into it it's like my so... mom was a big days of our lives hey it, it's the women's version of wwe it's great to be it's, the oddball it's, here it's awesome my wife is a huge general hospital fan and they actually her and her friend amanda have a general hospital fan podcast pure 54 podcast a general hospital fan podcast you could find it on any social media or podcasting platform there's a plug for you hon luke and laura <laughs> luke and laura says our phase on okay um if my if my wife knows i'm talking about gh on here she's gonna appear 
She she can smell it when you talk <laughs> yeah, about she can the smell hospital. It. She could smell it. Yeah, she'll be like, I'm expecting her to walk in in like a couple of minutes going, you were talking about GH, weren't you? Anyway, okay. Um, is there anything else you guys you guys want to talk about this match or are we move no, on? No, no, let's move okay. on. Okay. Like I said, this this was one of, I did enjoy this match. Okay. I didn't think you got enough from Corny outside though. Usually when you have Jim Cornette out there, you're at least getting more interaction from him. But anyway. Um now this next match um is uh, Bret Hart versus Bob Backlund, and it's a submission I quit match. Everybody knows that I've got the biggest rule breaker in the WWF in WrestleMania 11 in the Hitman. I've never broke a rule in my life. But in this match, uh, I quit match, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to procure the chicken wing on him once and for all, and he's going to say, I quit. Now, Logan, I have told this to you. This match had the potential to be such a good matchup. And this was I the said, myth. huh? Go on, go ahead. No, I said it, it got ruined because they gimmicked the match. And I think I told this to you that I was like, now Bob Backlund today is 70 in his 70s. And I still say he could get into the ring and throw it down with anyone today and still put on a show. He's in that good a condition. We're looking at Bob Backlund and Bret Hart, two really good technical wrestlers. I really believe that they should have let this these two just get in the ring and throw it down. You don't really have to have anything. I mean, sure, they're going to have their spots figured out, but just let these two get in the ring and do their thing. That could have, with, with the, the amount of talent with these two gentlemen, there, you could have had a match of the freaking millennium right there. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, that, I agree. That, this was this was the main reason I wanted to watch this WrestleMania was you actually said it ages ago and you brought it up, Bret Hart versus Bob Backlund. And I was like, oh, I've never seen that. That sounds like a really good match, and that's why I wanted to watch WrestleMania eleven. Mm-hmm. Right. So totally off the bat. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they should have just been like, look, go work out your spots and do whatever you want. Brett wins. They're both professionals. They're both great in the ring. They're just both great thing. technical wrestlers. Just go do your thing. Rowdy Piper did not need to be there whatsoever. In Heart! fact, Hart, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. I want to see him wrestle. Yeah. Gimmicked the hell out of it with a goddamn I quit match when they could have done a, just a submission match and it still would have been great. Yeah, right. Well, it's this. It's the same thing, right? I quit in being submitted. I mean, it's yeah. the same. You know uh, that I that was my biggest complaint about this match is that it just kept on breaking the moment. It's like. <laughs> you're making you're making out with a girl and and then all of a sudden it's like stop you know hey stop i mean i don't know it just did it 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 just ruined the flow of of the whole thing and it's like um i i wish it wasn't i i i don't know i just i, I never remember an i quit match being like that 
there was just something just off. Like, I, I, I want to say it was slow. You know, maybe they were trying a different formula. I don't know, but it was just like, again, how many times did we say this on paper? Whoa, Backland and Bret Hart. And then you see it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, but you know what? Even when he, they said he said I quit, it didn't even sound like I quit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. We said that as well. We're like, he didn't say I quit. Wow. No, he didn't say I quit. And then what was that deal at the end when he's getting uh, questioned by uh, the light? I saw the light. What the heck yeah. was that? I don't know. I oh, mean, like, geez, oh, Pete. Maybe, so- maybe that just had to go in with the, the persona that he was starting to go nuts. I don't know. Well, here's the thing about Bob Backlund. Dude is amazing in the ring. Yes, he is. And and he really doesn't need all that stupid stuff. He doesn't need the bow tie. He doesn't need the suspenders. He doesn't need uh, Bob Backlund for president. He doesn't need any of that stuff. The dude he, stands alone on his own wrestling merit. Do you know how long they were trying to, it took to convince him to play a heel? Um if you go back, I can't remember where I read this. It was an interview with Backlund um, that they actually wanted him to turn heel back in the 80s. You know, and this was about six months before he had to drop the belt to the Iron Sheik. Remember, they had to throw in the towel and all that. And he just never wanted to do it. So when he came back in the early 90s, it was people liked him. But that all-American boy aspect just wasn't happening um so they finally convinced him to uh turn heel but they allowed him to you're a heel do whatever you want come up with your own persona your own gimmick and then that's where the um he came up with the idea maybe i'm running for president i'm mr bob Backlund, though i can do this and then there was a point in that WrestleMania where, what was it, the NYPD Blue, or was that Todd Pettengill? I think it was NYPD Blue went back into the dressing room with Jonathan. It was Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Bob Backlund playing chess. And they start talking, and then this is actually pretty hilarious. Bob Backlund actually, will, you know, he was saying, people in this country don't know anything anymore, or so on and so forth. Who was the 38th president of the United States? You know, and he would ask that question. Who, who, who did this? Who did that? That's not a gimmick. Bruce Pritchard actually said, if you saw Bob in the airport or bumped into him at a restaurant, didn't matter if you were an adult or a little kid. If you go up to him and ask him for an autograph, he would ask you a question like, Who's the 32nd president of the United States? And if you didn't know it, he wouldn't sign your autograph. He wouldn't sign sign an autograph for you. He wouldn't sign your action figure. He would just walk away. So it that's actually be Johnson, right? Or the, the 32nd? I have no idea. That's what the Google machine's for nowadays. <laughs> but no, I was I was just making effect that when when you heard him telling that to jonathan taylor thomas that's actually bob being bob 
Like he would say these questions. Like if you could tell me what this is, I'll sign your autograph. Oh, nope. Man. Bye. He that would just walk away. Off. See, what I'm like out. FDR. FDR. <laughs> so I am. Um, I do this all the time to people just to be off subject, but I'll go in somewhere. It doesn't matter where. Say I walk into the doctor's office and they're like, uh, do you, uh, you know, this is what has to happen. You've got to sign this. Is there any other questions that you have? And I'll be like, yeah. So I want to get a nine o'clock train from here to Connecticut. How much time would it take me to get a to point A to point B? But there's another train coming with a 45-minute stop. Add those times together. And I just say the most randomest questions to these people, and they just sit there and look at me like blank deer in headlights there. I was like, you asked for a question. So, you know, answer my question. Um, I missed this tweet earlier when we were talking about Undertaker. This is from Suds and Squirrel uh, Vinny from Suds and Squirrel Circles again. All right. It was about the taker. Um, I feel bad for taker on the card. Not only did he have to face Bundy, but also had an MLB umpire as the ref who knew nothing about wrestling. Oh, yeah, because it was um, that young dude. Uh, what's his name? Young. Hold on. You, Larry, you young. Larry, Larry Young. Larry Young. Okay. Was so literally the young referee. dude. Yeah, and, and and literally, I just forgot about him because he was useless. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot he was so, even there. So before I move on to the, we only got two matches left, and then we're done with WrestleMania 11. That's going to make Logan happy. God, yes. Um, so overall, if you, I'm, I'm going to say this for this match. On a scale of 1 to 10, the, the Brett versus Bob Backlund match, what would you give it? If if I was judging it as one whole match with the I quit gimmick and yeah. how they wrestled in the ring in that match, five. Okay. That's being generous. That's being generous. Three. Ooh, that's more. That's but more my but you there. take the gimmick out of it and that thing's a, a on a scale of one to 10, it's a 27. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. They should have. And we'll never have that match now. That's what I think one of the best me. questions, though, was JD's like, what those microphones of wires on them? Did they have wireless oh. in 1995? <laughs> hey, and also too, uh, when Roddy was putting the mic and asking him at the very end, he's like sticking it in, in the face. I think yeah, that's Rowdy like, being Rowdy. Yeah. Oh, I was, uh, I was like, I'm waiting for someone to trip over one of those wires. But seriously, really I'm going. For I it. think they. I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they could have had wireless mic technology then it's instead like of having a wired man, mic. For God's sake, he's not. You know, I mean, that. I mean, I don't know. All I just right. like how they 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 shifted in. I think it was this match actually, or the beginning of this match, and um, Jerry the King Lawler and McMahon are the two main commentators. And McMahon goes, "Oh, we've been having audio problems all night." And I think it was Lawler goes something like, well, I unplugged this thing. Would that have made a difference? Ah, uh, all of our audio problems are because of uh, Jerry the King Lawler tonight. I'm like, no one, what? No, dude, you were just having technical difficulties. Why are you trying to cover this up? It's so yeah. stupid. So I mean, stupid. they didn't, I mean, at this point, they didn't do a lot of Palkham circumstance either. 
um, as far as for WrestleMania. I know it's 95, and then I'm old school. Like when it comes to like WrestleMania, like my my favorite WrestleMania is to watch are four, five, and six, and all they would have is a WF logo above it. But there, I mean, I know we still got two more matches here, but I'm going to reiterate again what we said at the beginning. There was just something off about this whole evening this whole pay-per-view it didn't feel like a mania it felt like a, a cheap pay-per-view it felt, it felt like, like you're like watching wcw or something <laughs> yes it did at points it did w let's move w. on let's move on all right all right all right here we go which we watched this match and i forgot that there was another match after this one thinking it was the main event but we had diesel versus Shawn michaels for the WWE Championship, and this was the second match that Logan was interested in seeing in this whole pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And now, his opponent from Detroit, Michigan, weighing in at 317 pounds of steel, the World Wrestling Federation Champion, the Baddest Beast. Um, Logan, did it disappoint? Yes. It was a terrible, it did disappoint. It was, it was like somebody took 20 minutes of my life, put it in a blender with some kale and then made me try and drink it because it just left such a bad taste in my mouth. 20 minutes of boredom. Like, I, I will yeah. say the match was a bit lengthy for what it was. There was a, probably about two, three times where they they could have ended it but i'm just wondering if they needed to make time you know because um they made a big deal about pamela anderson and jenny mccarthy so okay so what was it logan the whole evening we can't find pamela anderson yeah she's oh, gone somewhere okay and the, the dude from some cop show nyp yeah yeah all right so, so it goes around trying to find her it, yeah. 20 minutes yeah, up like 20 minutes of the goddamn show. So it was rubbish. Not only rubbish. So not only was it a lengthy match, they made a whole big deal of where's the celebrity. So Shawn Michaels walks down with Jenny McCarthy, who I don't care for, but we're going to get into that on another discussion on another day. Um, and so Diesel comes out with Pam Anderson. They made a huge deal about Pam Anderson the whole evening. Logan, what 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 did they do with Pam Anderson in this match? Um, she exactly. Was yeah, she was. She was. There was no point in her being there. I mean, that I was know. she. She literally went there for twenty minutes, got a paycheck for a couple of hundred grand, and walked out of there for like twenty minutes worth of work. Well, I mean, good for you, girl. Good for you. Live my, your dreams. My thing is, is when it comes to the celebrity, if you're going to make it a point to keep referencing the celebrity the whole evening, we can't find, you're going to do something other than get in the ring and, you know, wave at the crowd. 
So you thought they would have been involved with something like hitting Sean or accidentally hitting a wrestler with a with a shoe or, or something, you know. Um, there were the high points in this match, which I thought were good, but I would say after about the first 10 minutes, <laughs> it just got slow. It was very lengthy. Logan was about to fall asleep during this match. He kept looking at me going, JD, you've seen this before. Is it almost over yet? And what did I do? I looked at you and shook my head. It just became so boring. I mean, there were some parts. There were the good points. The the sweet chin music was landed perfectly. It looked great. Um, There was this part where Diesel basically threw um, Michaels over his head. So you're talking about he was a good like eight feet in the air and came straight down onto his back. How about um, when Michaels threw the photographer out of the way because he got yeah, in his way? Got in his way, but there were there were some there were a lot of moves as well in this match that didn't go off correctly. The jackknife, the power the jack, bomb, yeah, the jackknife power bomb. Look, another couple of inches over, and Michaels would have landed on his on his leg. He would have broken his leg completely. And I don't um, think they did enough with Sid. They made the big thing that. You know, yes, if you remember there. at the time, he just basically walked around the ring shouting a lot. That was they it. didn't do anything with Sid. Sid should have got involved more than I'm just going to say. Sid should have been more involved. Okay. See, every time I I look at Sid Justice or Sid Vicious, whatever you want to call him now, all I hear him when he talks on the microphone is, "Hello, hello, Vinny, Vinny." Did I ever tell you about the time I I called Sid Vicious? No. <laughs> oh God. Okay, real quick, and then we're going to hear your, your your thoughts on this match. I'm going to try to give you the abbreviated version of this. number of years ago, remember MySpace? Yes. Okay. MySpace, I mean, I know it's still around, but like when MySpace was like more popular than Facebook, everyone had a MySpace. So I was doing for this show, I was doing a uh, search for how to get a hold of Sid Vicious. And I got found his myspace and i'm going okay well this must be his myspace because there was a picture of him holding up a a whiteboard that had the actual myspace address on it you know and there was this phone number so i'm going okay this has to be a booking agent or something so i call it it was actually sid's phone number and i wasn't prepared for that and he answers the phone. I, you know, I dial it, ring, ring, ring. And all of a sudden I hear, hello. And I proceed to say who I am and, you know, can we do this? Would you like to do this? And he just goes, well, I don't write anything down. My wife does and she's not home. Call me back in a half an hour. So I call him back in a half an hour, dial the phone. Hello. Hey, J- hey, Sid, this is JD. We spoke. You told me to call back in about a half an hour. Yeah, my wife's not home. Who are you again? So I tell him, yeah, my wife's not home yet. Call me back in an hour. So I call him back in an hour. Hello. I explain who I am again, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife's home. She's going to write this down for me. So she writes down my phone number, who I am, what we want to do. 
Meanwhile, he just has this presence on the phone that I feel like his hand's going to come through my cell phone and like start choking me. Okay. Like I was nervous talking to him on the phone. And so he's like, okay, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to come up with questions that you're going to ask me and I'm going to call you back in about a half an hour. So he calls me back and I go, hello. Hello. I was like, who is this? You know who this is. We got questions to go over. So he has about 10 questions written up. He goes through every single one of them with me, right? After we're done. And this is about 40 minutes we're going over these questions. He's he's telling me the question. He's telling me what he's what the answer is going to be and how I should ask it and what order I should ask these questions. Remember, these are questions he came up with. After we're done, he goes, you know what, kid? I don't like any of these questions, so you can't ask them to me. I'm not doing the interview. Hangs up the phone. Never heard from him again. Hmm. Meanwhile, he's the one that came up with the questions. Is he came every... up with his own questions and decided he didn't like them. So I can't ask him to him. We're not doing the interview. Click. He hangs up. <laughs> hmm. Sounds like every... pulling you along. I th that's what I think. Afterwards, I was like, dude, he was just dicking with me. You know. So love it. All right, so I, All right. I oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, go, go ahead. On. Yeah, this, I thought the match was boring as uh, as doodad. So. All right. Well, I want to hear what Vinny thinks to think about this before we get to the main main event. Yeah, I just thought it was too long, and I thought the the false finishes and and that was just too much. And I I don't know it. It was yeah, it was just not good. I you know, I mean, really, the whole thing was not that good. No, it wasn't. That's what I've been trying to tell Logan, and he didn't believe me till we watched it. Mm -hmm. Oh, silly me. Oh, <laughs> now silly you me. see Vinny. We got one more match, and then we're done. <laughs> but now you see why we've been putting this on. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> you know, how it, long? You know, you know uh, I actually learned something by watching this, okay? Yes. I can now definitively prove that time travel is impossible. Why? Because I know my future self, all you'd want to do is make a goddamn time machine to come back to prevent me from watching WrestleMania 11. Oh, well, since on. it didn't happen, time travel can't be real. Done. Okay, so before we wrap up here, we got the final match that Logan almost cried. I thought he was going to cry when I mentioned to him after the Diesel Sean match that we still got one more match to do. And... um yeah, he was he was ready to go like find a rope and do things. Um, Tim, okay, can Vinny. I kick this one off? <laughs> you can, please, Vinny, please. Okay.
Um, I was impressed with uh, with uh, Lawrence Taylor's performance. Okay. okay. You know, um, for being a football player and not being a wrestler and to be in the ring with the wrestler he was, who I would give Bam Bam Bigelow all the props in the world. I think he's... He made him look good. He made him look good. He's yeah. a, a... For, you know, Bam Bam Bigelow, for as big as that dude is, he is agile. I mean, he, he can move. Really really good wrestler i i i, I mean I, you could put him in the ring with anybody and you can put him in the main event you know he's he's that good for me i i believe um but you don't have a football player go over a wrestler man it's just yes i agree i agree with you is this because if i remember this is from memory now Vinny. They were really looking to do something with LT. And long story short, that just didn't pan out, correct? Um, I think that's what happened because they were going to use this as the stepping stone for LT to really launch him, you know, get him over on Bam Bam. And they wanted him to, I, he was seriously looking to become a wrestler. Like they wanted this to be a long-term thing. And from what I remember, or, you know, course none of us were there none of us worked for wwe obviously it just didn't pan out but that goes back why would you put this wrestler over or i'm sorry why would you put this football player over on the wrestler if it's not going to be like a long-term thing it's not like a logan paul thing where you know logan paul is going to be there for a while you know I'm, 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 just, I'm just using that as an example. Man. I, I, I know, but you know what? That I was. Uh, it's funny you bring up Logan Paul because you know what I was. I was gonna say in my rant. Oh. I was. I was gonna say you don't put a. Uh, you don't put a football player over a wrestler. You might as well just bring in a YouTuber to be a wrestler. That that's what I was gonna say, but that's, you kind of stole my thunder because oh, I, I told you about my my memory. I, I mean, I yeah. I forget from one minute to the next. But you know what? That <laughs> yeah, man. I so, it, the whole card was a you know what? Seriously, on paper it looks good, but it was a disappointment. It was kind of like here. Here's one thing I want to say, and and. I think you guys would all agree with me. I really believe when Vince McMahon was was running the ship, he, you know, they'd have a plan, right? This guy's going over and, and you know what? He'd just get a wild hair and say, you know what? I changed my mind. This is going to happen. We're going to change it. We're going to do this. You know, Hornswoggle is going to beat Brock Lesnar. You know, it's like he just pull this stuff out of the thin air you know here's here's the thing Vinny. is like you just said hornswoggle is going to beat brock lesnar there's that chance that it could go over like you wouldn't believe and there's money to be made or you're gonna go brooklyn brawler's gonna beat triple h which oh wait a minute that actually happened 
uh, Brooklyn Brawlers going to beat Andre the Giant. And it flops. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen, but it sort of comes down to one of those read the room type things, you know. But uh, let me let me let me describe this match first of all. I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you who is in this match. Okay, okay. you're talking about the LT match. Yeah. Okay. okay. Give us yeah. Give us the whole synopsis here. We're just gonna okay. Sit back and so listen. all right, this is the deal. It's two dudes, Bam Bam Bigelow, and this dude called Taylor Robert. Taylor Lawrence, LT. Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence whoever Taylor. he is, because guess what? The rest of the world don't give two flying fucks about American football. So nobody knows who he is outside of America. He's got a whole bunch of people with him who apparently play football as well. Guess who these people are? Oh, wait, I don't give a fuck because I'm not there to watch football players. Okay. And then you've got Bam Bam and what they call the million dollar corporation or whatever yes. come down okay yeah. right so yeah. yeah each of these guys has some beef with one of the other dudes and there have been vignettes throughout the night about this it was like oh man oh and i should to say this about me yeah i'm here man i'm here bring it bring it bring it bring it god it was so lame it was just so bad i hated it so much um yeah, I think the only good thing about this was one of the football players in one of the vignettes turns around and he's got beef with Tatonka. So he turns around and says, Hey, has anybody seen uh, a toy store? I'm looking for a Tonka toy or something. That was a good burn. But oh, apart man. from that, it was just, yeah, that none of these people needed to be there. They really didn't. You don't put a football player over a wrestler i'm sorry that football player is even not going to be there next week you know and but your wrestler still is yeah so anyway we'd like to thank Vinny of um wrestleville at wrestleville on twitter which he has lance by chance wrestling as von eric pro wrestling vault volume one and volume two coming shortly Correct. And I've got a couple uh, pieces of work in the, you know, in the, in, on the stove, so to speak. They're cooking okay. up. So They're cooking on the stove. Okay. So yeah, I got a couple projects. So I'm, 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 uh, the future's looking good. It's always nice to have you on, Vinny. You're a good friend of the program. You know, hey. it's nice to have you come on. Sometimes uh, we talk about things that are actually good. This time we talked about an event that none of us had a good opinion of. It's always fun. But you know what? We were still discussing wrestling, though. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. So for all you listeners out there, whether you be new or returning, you all know. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Did you know that, Logan? I did. Yes. And Audible. And Audible or we're on your favorite podcast platform, whenever that may be. But the one place you could always find our show, ringthebellradio.com. Go there, click the big button that says listen to the podcast. That's the one place if you don't like any of those other podcasting platforms. If you'd like to send us some emails, just address it. If you'd like to send one to me, JD, Logan, Rabbi Barris or Jenny Santana, you know, just send us an email at ringthebellradio at gmail.com. You know, um, when Jenny's back on next week, Logan, she did get some fan mail, so we're going to have to read it to her. Woo woo. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, Vinny, you have a website. Russellville.com. Russellville.com. That's where you can go. Check those books out. They are very good. Very nice reading for the true wrestling fan. So, if there's nothing else, Logan, are we ready to go? We are indeed. I want to say again, good night to my magnanimous, amazing fans out there. You've been listening to me and Vinny and um, what's your name again? Oh, yeah, him. So, again, great time speaking to you, Vinny. Love it when you're on. Come on back. When the books, do we have a date when the book is actually coming out? The book is actually with the formatter right now, and we're tying up loose ends with that. And I would uh, put money down that it's going to be printed in November. Oh, so. right. November. Get your pe- get your money ready. Vinny needs a new set of shoes. Come on. Buy his book. We love it. And, and I want to tell the fans, too, uh, Go to the website, listen to the interviews. Got a lot of really good interviews. Thunder Rosa's on there. Uh, Jake Christ is on there. Carrie Morton. Just got a ton of people uh, that have come out to uh, do the podcast. And uh, I, I think people would enjoy listening to their, their stories. So that's it. So for our friend Vinny, King Logan over there, Rabbi Barris and Jenny Santana should be back next week. So it's been nice seeing you, nice having you listening to us, talking wrestling. So long, everyone.